You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. Hello, Riverdale gang. Hi, and welcome back. Uh, the hiatus is over. Mm-hmm. We're back in Riverdale. We are uh, Ryan and uh, Chloe, your, uh, your hosts for this uh, Watch Long Critical Commentary Podcast about shenanigans. Such shenanigans. We're coming to you in the same room, which we got to do last week as well. It's been a while. On the unceded ancestral territory of the Musqueam, Tsleil-Waututh, and Squamish nations, mm. uh, where Riverdale, much of Riverdale is also shot. Mm-hmm. Um, here we are with strange bedfellows, and it's a weird episode. There are a couple of things that happened in this that were unexpected for me. A couple? Yes. Yeah. At least a couple. A couple. Oh, boy. Um, (laughs) It, like, even with the trailer's warning, I was not entirely prepared for the scale of of genre pivot and character um, hyperbole that we were getting. Um, Wow. We got sort of a wild, new, problematic Jughead track. Yeah, but I like where it ended. I'll take it, yes. I'm glad glad it ended where it ended for reasons I'll get to when we're there. Yes. By the way, if for some strange reason you're joining us for the first time, we just throw spoilers out there like nobody's business. I mean, uh, yeah, as we're going, yeah, we will just, just reflect so on the thing. Just so you are you you are prepared emotionally, spiritually, physically. Watch it first if that matters to you. Um. Okay. Things I liked about this episode that I'm excited to talk about as we get to them. Yeah. Um. I liked the reappearance of old characters, but sort of in passing. Not like surprise, they're back forever now. Yeah. Like Darla and. Dodger. Yep. And Ted. Yep. And um, Doc, who I had completely forgotten about. And uh, I feel like there was more. I mean, JJ's back. I I don't know how we feel about... I don't know how we feel about Cheryl. Did Doc ever exist before? Or I thought he was just a story. No, no, he didn't exist. He was just a story. It's true. We got a little shot of Sean. Hi, Sean. Um, (laughs) uh, And I... Yeah. Uh, those things kind of worked for me. Um, Tabitha and Betty becoming friends? Question mark. Friends with sizzle. There's a bit of sizzle. There's a bit of I sizzle. It's intentional. Um, or just those actors working with what they've got to yeah. work with. Uh, Who knows? It might be a Finn and Poe. Could be a Finn and Poe situation. <laughs> I, I mean, that feels like more sizzle than what Finn and Poe have, to be honest. I've never really understood the Finn and Poe sizzle. Mm, that's a different podcast, Chloe. And I, I mean, I'm excited. I'm here for it. Let's Doesn't not crack that worm, worm hole open until at least the end of the podcast, because okay, it'll I'll be a while. One of my favorite little, like, Star Wars fanfic memes that I ever saw was uh, a, a series of panels where Finn is the shared partner of Poe and Ray. Yeah, adorable. Yeah. Fantastic. And, um, they're doing, like, a... They're just being nice about him, and he's blushing, and it's cute, and that's it. I'm a big fan of all pansexual, bisexual, various versions of these characters, and 
I'm applying that increasingly to Riverdale as well. I'm just assuming yeah. everyone is um is pansexual until told otherwise at this point. <laughs> um, except for Reggie, who has done his exploring work. Yeah. Also, Archie is the straightest. Yeah. But we never know. One never knows. One never knows as where we're going to go. As a former girl myself. <laughs> <laughs> we got, uh, I, my tangent, comic books. Um, yeah. Robin is bisexual yeah. after 30-some years. Makes sense. That tracks. That's my childhood comic book character of identifying with. And I'm thrilled and floating on a bubble, which is wild, because like, I, I know they've done good when I'm not even ripping apart the corporate pandering. <laughs> Yet. Yet. It's been a few days. Um, but yeah, I, I, I've, I've also decided everyone is... Everyone is whatever... And everything on Riverdale until established otherwise specifically. That's probably true. So, I am... The thing about this episode that I'm interested in but not a fan of is that I was hoping that Cheryl and her mom were just going to run an actual cult and actually know that it was a cult to make money. Oh, yeah. That would interest me a little more. Yeah, if they were... if Yeah, Oh, that's a fantastic pivot, but... No, that's not what's happening. Instead, we got some wild diagenic music. Yes, we got some wild, what? wild diagenic music. And we also got um, Cheryl, uh, depending on where your beliefs fall here, like thinking she's getting a visitation from uh, Jason in bird form and then seeing him in yeah. the chapel. Yeah. I don't... We got some sacred relics. We got some sacred relics. We got a whole skeleton, in fact. <laughs> Ooh, sorry, I yawned there, Riverdale gang. Woof. Now, you said in the past um, about Penelope's robes that they... Was it Anglican? They they, they, give off, they give off big Protestant revival vibes just dyed red. I guess the, the fancy box of bones and all the colored glass... Give me classic Catholic vibes, mm, but that's true. but yeah. uh, we could both just be sort of sort I of mean, seeing the identical Christianities there. Anglicans and Episcopalians are basically Catholics without the Pope. Huh? They're very they're like fancy they're like fancy Protestants, right? They kept the aesthetic. Yeah, fancy Protestants for sure. Even there were some Anglican churches that my mom went into when she was a kid that um, she said had still had confessional booths, which isn't really part of Protestantism. Huh? So yeah. More you know. The more you know. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. This is clearly like pseudo Christianity. Um, Penelope is very wisely casting herself as like the evil Virgin Mary. Oh, um, gosh. I guess that makes Cheryl. Yeah, I don't know. There are no appropriate roles for Cheryl in the Bible. <laughs> makes her Saint Paul. It, yeah, that's the closest. That's a good guess. Pope Cheryl. Pope Cheryl. Cheryl's going to get some good hats. I hope so. Maybe Cheryl will get some good hats. Good clothes. That would be something. Um, I'm wildly conflicted about everything in this episode. I um, am scathingly critical of a good 30-40% of, like, the fundamental values of the media. And then I was engaged for a solid 75-80%. I was entertained and spectacled. So I'm a little over, all over the place. Um, and I once again really, really felt that we were 
watching a Comedia performance by ah. the cast of Archie Comics. Um, the stock characters, Cheryl Blossom is playing uh, a role she's played several times before, as is Penelope, as is Archie, and we got some weird other territory for Veronica Betty and, and Jug. Nope, not that weird for Jughead. Not his first time unhoused. Yeah. I... I think we should jump in. Let's jump in. Uh, so, gang, if you want to sync up your uh, recordings long, we go off the Netflix Badoom, which happens just before the Netflix version. Whatever your recording is, like, one, one second in, if it's not Netflix. Count. I'm just going to count us down, Chloe. All right. Sounds good. Uh, three, two, one. Badoom. I miss the wah wah wah. Yeah, there's some new thing. I hate it. Um, can we full screen the news? On? Yes, yes, we can, Thank Chloe. You. Welcome to the, the the us watching again in person. Yes. There's actual. We're living in space together. We're living in space. Processing together. this recap. Um. This shot of Polly is. Sad. Upsetting. It's upsetting. Yes. Tabitha, this was... I, every time I see her do this, I'm like, no. <laughs> mm-hmm. I hate that she made this terrible error, and I hate that Jughead put that on her. And... Yeah. And that... I mean, it's she, smart to have a trip, buddy. Yeah. To make sure they know what they're doing. It's safe. But yeah, not just anyone is your trip, buddy. Yeah. Okay. The school is trashed. The school is trashed. Imagine Amex only scene. Mm -hmm. uh, Kevin is the administrator of Riverdale. He is always around to exposite. Mm -hmm. Exposit, I suppose. Um, the problem of the day. And he's just hang he and Fangs are just there and we're not going to talk about it, huh? We're, we're not uh, going to... There were some smoldering glances. Felt. Yeah. It's not enough. We want them back together. Hurry up. Yeah, for for for, for planted co-parents, smoldering glances is a, is like eight steps back. Yes. Love this outfit that Veronica has on. This like sixty. Also, my gem contact in Ethiopia. Who hewed that from the ground, Veronica? You should do better. How many slaves were involved with this process, Veronica? Modern slavery. Is it from a major conflict zone? It's probably from a major conflict zone. This is our cue to know more about Ethiopia and not wildly guess. Who knows? Well, I mean, not to brag, but I guess <laughs> it's like the geography. Um, there's been major uh, unsettlement and, and uh, unrest between several uh, religious and nationalist factions uh, for, I think, most of our life. Life. In there's Ethiopia? been, uh, yeah, in Ethiopia, oh. Somalia, uh, well, around the, the intersecting border of, of um, Somalia, Ethiopia, and Eritrea, I think. Mm. Maybe I'm overselling my own knowledge. Back to Veronica. Back to Veronica. This is sort of an interesting, like, smolder move between the two of them. I kind of like this because then they'll both be busy doing other things and not just, like, smooching, and that'll be the plot. Yes, I accept this. It is sufficient. Yes, excuse me, I just belched really gratuitously, Riverdale. I That's what the noise gate's for, maybe. Well, now I've told them. <laughs> um, um, yeah, I, 
Archie's being wholesome. Veronica's being delicately not wholesome. Okay, I love this little exchange. Nanarose is something like, well, only once a day. And Cheryl says, well, you are legally senile. And we just don't hear the rest of it. This is the kind of thing that makes Riverdale fun. Mm -hmm. The unscripted character work in the background. It's, mm -hmm. uh, it's very glee of them. This is very vampiric. A lot of her outfits are very, like, classic vampire look. <laughs> Penelope gets to chew the scenery spectacularly yeah. here. Gosh, we need a new good vampire movie. Twilight was a disaster. Yeah. But we need, like, we need something good and new. That's what we need. Uh, I mean, we can pivot with Cheryl. It's it's only three or four episodes till our next pivot, I'm sure. And they've got the fashion. Vampires are real. Surprise. <laughs> Why not? Sabrina's done. Anything's possible. And you know Nana Rose has something going on. Maybe she is immortal. Maybe. Now Betty stalking... Oh, stalking people again My to... Attack them for engaging sex workers and shake them down. So I had a great conversation with a friend of mine. Uh, oh, no, I told you this already last uh, time. Well, not everyone watched last listens. That's true. Um, a, my One of my close friends who's a sex worker watched the last few Riverdale episodes, and they messaged me, and they were like, Betty, why are you beating up all the clients? <laughs> why? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, all this to say... Sex workers don't need saviors. <laughs> they yeah. have each other. Definitely not um, brusque Betty in whatever whatever strange character mode she's geared to. And then we have just a robbery. Yeah. Um, convicts are not spoken of well in no, this here episode. This. Um, it's a it's wildly dehumanizing. Yeah, we're just doing a solid. Only bad people go to prison yeah. narrative here. Yeah, I mean, except for Hiram and Penelope. No, no, bad, 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 and bad, 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 bad. That's true. Super, super crazy murderers, the both of them. Mm -hmm. We just give Penelope a pass for a lot. Yeah. She is speaking in public. <laughs> yeah. All the time to. She's. How is she proselytizing and recruiting? She's out for parole, remember? Which I actually would buy. I actually would buy that, like, a parole <sighs> officer might give someone points for... Yeah. Uh, this surprised me. I This completely surprised me. Yep. I didn't see this coming. Nice payoff of actor clearly made an impact. Yeah. Um, Veronica has a wild reaction to expose it to us. Yes. The, situ the, the, the knowledge we need to know to contextualize it and make the connections if we're not avid viewers and only casual. Yeah. And then breaks with stuff, all insured, yeah. and steals her conflict opal, probably yeah. illegal, probably not insured. These things are probably all very true. <laughs> Still loving this 60s-inspired outfit on Veronica. I enjoy... Enjoy is a hard word. I'm intrigued by Veronica's arc here of um consistent steady prioritization of her valuable gemstone over her friends and family's lives. Yeah. It's I mean, 
It's a wild twist. I like that she doesn't value her father's life over her gemstone because he doesn't deserve it. Yeah. Yeah. But, but like, she recruits the bounty hunters? I don't know. I don't know. She lets the governor bleed out, potentially, while she negotiates terms. And, like, I mean, again, he, yeah. I mean, maybe uh, this town would get some of uh, some appropriate attention from the Justice Department if the governor was murdered there. Yeah. Because this is, this is not a functioning system. No. This is a deeply anarchic Mad Max America. Yeah. Well, well, well. No one's having water riots yet. Yeah. Although, fun fact, if you live in the Lower Mainland, where it's stage four drought, you water. Water riots? Yet. Yet. <clears throat> so, is, is Hiram negotiating with the governor meant to give him status and power? I don't know. Because it's not. I don't Sorry. know what, that's okay. I don't know what's going on. I don't know how I feel about this whole thing. Yeah. He's just such a boring villain. He's gotten more interesting this season. Nope. Shamey on the actor. It's not his fault. Um He's just got nothing to work with. He keeps doing this he's he keeps being given the same thing over and over. Yeah. Delight uh, was it oh At this gosh, point what, Reggie's a What is his name villain. now? The uh Mark Consuelos. Thank you, thank you. Um yeah, he's he's got a good steady range that he that they seem to keep him within. <laughs> Again, the Ethiopia conflict diamond, conflict opal, really questionable, questioning, questionable exploitation. I have to say, I love. I don't know that I. It makes me want to like date someone actively. In fact, it sort of gives me, like, alarm bells. But I find the dress shirt, tie, leather jacket combination very flattering on men. Yeah. And masked folks. Ties are wonderful and powerful. Yes. Reggie in that tie makes makes up for his hair there. Yeah. This, so this sort of surprised me. Like, they, the, these three women talk about Jughead for the entire episode. Uh, do not pass the Vectal test in any way. And yet... But it comes out. I like where it comes yes. out. I like where it all goes. Yeah, there's there are, there are driving undercurrents. Um, while Tabitha and Betty are begrudgingly are not chasing for Jughead, um, we have a whole side bar conflict that is that is you know it's Jughead's manuscript, but it is adjacent to the situation. Ugh. Oh, it's all about Jughead. Good God. No, but I, I but I do like where it ends up, and I do. I do know the experience that these three women are having of, mm. like, needing to caretake a male friend, mm -hmm. you know, in a very kind of intimate and close way, mm -hmm. especially if one of them has dated him. So did we see Sparks more. this time? In that exchange, no. Yeah. I don't think they're going to do it, but that is the one of the first times I've seen two straight characters become pals, and I've been like, Mm -hmm. mm, this was a great so, surprise. Yeah, Total this, surprise and this nose crunch. Fuck. This, Sorry. This wild... <laughs> that's your problem, editor. I'm keeping it. <laughs> Can I? Can I keep it? It's up to you. I don't know. I'll um, keep it, I guess. Darla, in this weird Kill Bill homage, almost, uh, like opening scenes of Kill Bill... 
assassination. I that was like the worst Tarantino movie. <laughs> I really didn't like it. Another podcast, Chloe. A whole other podcast, whole other podcast. between us. Um. So if they don't have Smolder, I'm not sure what they're doing. It's possible they're coming becoming pals. Y- yeah. But it seems like Smolder, and it I'm, seems like I'm Smolder. Interest, I'm in, interested in that. You know, as much as I was intrigued if they would start making out during the drug trip, it's probably a healthier relationship pivot for them not to start making out during the drug, drug trip for both of their, you know, wellnesses. And, and the, the story, the, if we're going to go down that romance story, starting with sexuality crises and drugs isn't a great start. So, yeah, chemistry. Please keep building the chemistry. What the heck, Jughead? I also, I don't know who this man is supposed to be or if he's going to come back or, like, what his deal is. He looks like half the dads at my elementary school and high school. <laughs> he's, like, a very distinctive character actor type. Mm-hmm. Um, and this... Ugh, I was not entirely sure Jughead wasn't still tripping the entirety of his scenes. Yeah. Um, cause, oh, weird parallels to your past life where strangers save your life repeatedly and care for you. Um, and then like the Oliver twist. Yeah. Fantasy hidey hole of beautiful lighting was, just this romanticization. Like, I I hope they're aware of the blunt instrument they're playing with, with the dehumanization of convicts and the romanticization of um, unhoused people. I don't think... I don't know that they are. Mm -hmm. Somebody is. Somebody's minding some lines. But, whoo, there's some big blunt caricatures happening. Yeah. And the boys go bounty hunt. Sure. I don't, I never, I've never liked this not quite deputizing, but kind of deputizing other people in the town. Because it's never clear. No, they're just all militia. Yeah. They're all pseudo-vigilante militia. It's not ideal. It's not Batman. I wonder what the passcode is. I like that they don't tell us. Fair. I, I enjoyed the little, I guess the little relationship callback moments. Yeah. Like that they build into um, the the seven years later, Jug and Betty. Mm-hmm. Uh, it works for me. Um, pleased to see the character of Jessica back. Um, confused and unclear. She yeah. gets what she wants, I guess. I don't. I mean, her motivation, if it's true, of not wanting to turn up in her ex's book is like one I get. Yeah, that's wildly legitimate. But she also could have glanced at it, and they could have told her that she does not yeah does she I, I wonder if she like has it and she, because she wants Jughead to come get it and maybe there's something not necessarily romantic but like there's some sort of power dynamic there I don't know mm. I I this I'm, obviously does not look like an Anglican robe this is a, <laughs> just an HM or what's, what's it called H&M. 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 I was like, HMV. HMV. <laughs> we are H&M. old. H&M. Dress. Party dress. Little silky uh, thing. Um. Uh, holy sweetness. I liked the reference to, um, uh, 
uh, like sap water, like tree water. Right. That was kind of a fun. The, the mapleization of their scripture is mm-hmm. in character. Um, part of me wonders if they're just cycling through the uses of this set with the different genres. Maybe. I mean, at least as a point of inspiration. Because, wow. Blossom House has been some things. This house, this house. Yeah. Man. I feel like I would have a blast writing on this show. And I'd be focused <laughs> on continuity. Um, Penelope is giving a fantastic Shakespearean, classic thespian delivery of this ridiculous con. And I'm delighted by it. And I don't know how Cheryl is taken by it, other than deep unhealed grief still. Yeah. I thought we dealt with that. Maybe she's getting drugged again. Last time she was seeing dead Jason, she was being drugged, right? Yes? I don't remember. I'm going to be honest. I have no memory. <laughs> oh, yeah, that. Yes. <laughs> I have no memory of this place. Uh, this is quite a wild stock action scene. Are they? I I feel like they were showing off their base TV fight choreo a little bit, not yes. to anyone's benefit exactly, but spectacle. Yeah, I guess spectacle. This is a really funny moment between uh, Archie and Veronica. I think M- militia leader and questionable importer of rare African gems scheme to deal with the hostage situation. No, a missing missing resource situation. They don't even care about anyone's lives yet, but they're going in with tasers and batons as private citizens for so many layers of money. Oh God, what a dark capitalistic hellscape. My, I was thinking more that she just does this very like. Can you go get my books for me? Right, yeah, that. but it's her opal. But she like actually needs Fair. the opal. She has Fair. people she has to pay, and that's the dynamic they've got. Yeah. Um, so what a pretty, 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 and deeply inappropriate set. Yeah, I don't know about all this. So like the way that we show unhoused people in media is so obnoxious. In the time that this was being filmed in the Lower Mainland, um. I believe two parks, uh, if not three, have been violently cleared by uh, RCMP municipal police in the region. Mm -hmm. Um, Dozens of people displaced, unhoused, numbers, number arrested. But Doc has a beautiful shanty town lit with rainbows. (laughs) I was thinking more like nice hipster mood lighting is sort of what they've given him. Also, Doc's looking real good for having spent 15 years... At least. ...living in a real difficult situation with apparently no change, but, like, is still played by an actor who is maybe 40. Was Doc 25 when he was protecting the child Jughead? It's possible. It's possible. But still, oofa. There is a fantasy here that is concerning to me. It doesn't seem... That's interesting to me. I see exactly what you're saying, and I Mm -hmm. think it's true, and I think it's there. But I don't... It doesn't seem... It doesn't seem intentionally fantastical to me. It sounds like what they attempted to do was like, well, let's make this 
partway real, but remember mm. it's the CW, and really what they should have done is just something else. Yes. Um, but it, I, I see an attempt to be like, well, we are going to do this, and we have to do it this way. So instead it just kind of comes out somewhere in the middle as being, like, kind of insensitive. Uh, yeah, I want to draw the contrast to season one's story of Jughead. Which was so good. By comparison. Yeah. By comparison, I And it was, yeah, absolutely, I think so as well. And it was a very different genre and feel and time and mood and everything in context. Um, and it wasn't a second Mushroom Drug Trip episode. Sorry about Sirens. I live near a hospital during a plague, as mm-hmm. you do. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. Big siren noise and big truck noise. Hi, Jessica. Hi, Jessica. I... I really wish we could spend could have spent a little more time with this character because I feel like we got to her deep truth really quickly. Yeah. Like, I really wish there had been enough time to sort of spread it out over two episodes so that we could have kind of gotten to know her and liked her and then, boom, there's her truth. I mean, we got to her deep... You know? We got to the deep truth that Betty and... Uh, oh, she's only looking through the pages. I was thinking that. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. She thinks his stash is in a book. I didn't twig. No, she wants the manuscript. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, 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 yeah. Watching it the second time, I can see what her business all actually is. Um, yeah, but so I, I, I think she lied to them. I think she told yeah. them what they wanted to hear. Um, or maybe she's gonna like take his book and make it better and publish it herself as sort of a revenge. Yeah, that's yeah, that, which I like. That's a fun. I, I figured for me. she I like might that. steal his book, um, and I don't know how I feel about that either because. Truly, is there anything all that special about this dude's drug trip without branding and name and marketing? <laughs> well, no, I think I think she's gonna like f- fix it. I think maybe her mm. skills are like a an editor skills, you know, dramaturge maybe. that story into something usable. Yeah, because really, people that's an drug unedited trip drug trip. Yeah. yeah, people love drug trip novels. It's a mystery to me too, but people yeah. love them. So I I I had the audiobook version of Naked Launch on my phone for a couple of years. Yeah, and. <laughs> No, mm, um, yeah. but also at one this point fireplace. I never noticed it before. Carry on. I screwed up my shuffle selection, and I would have random chapters of Naked <laughs> Lunch shuffle into my <laughs> music listening. It's interesting. <laughs> I love that. Penelope is everything. Like, yeah. she's getting something to play with. I agree, but I wanted this scene to end with her like, Cheryl, I'm so proud of you. I agree, and this is how we're going to make some money. Yep. I wanted them to bond over that. Yes, I agree. I want them to be evil together. And I don't want Cheryl to be back into strange, confusing, conflicted place. She's been through several cults and several uh, things, and then her mom was super homophobic for a while. Uh, And now her mom is her preacher about, like... Yeah, we're we're retreading territory unless Cheryl's playing it. I hope. I don't know. I'm worried. Yeah. We know they can tell this story. They've tell, told it a few times. Yeah. I, I if they like also if they decide to take on a cult, like I want to see some wild cult stuff. Like cults really interest me. Like the last two cults. Better than the last two. Like I want. Like I want something. One of the things I loved about this show early on uh-huh. is that there were parts of it that actually kind of disturbed me, that had a bit of an effect on mm-hmm. me, mixed mm-hmm. in with, with the sugar. Yeah, yeah, and I, true. I want, Dark, I want, the I want like, some, some interesting spice in my sugar. That's what I want back, Riverdale. And I think mm. we're getting there in this episode, but we're not quite there yet. It is 
an episode back in from a hiatus, they are setting up the chessboard quite yeah. robustly uh, yeah. and using a lot of spectacle to do it. Um, yeah. They are... I, I really think they are um, pulling on these um, now stock support characters for that spectacle punch. Yeah. Um, I, I will be surprised if we see them next step. Well, they just beat them, so... I would be really surprised if we see yeah. um, this Injustice League 3.0 B team. Also, I just realized he called Dodger Double D like the bra size. Yeah. Ah, right. Actually, come to think of it. knows how to not take it so seriously. I'll say that much. They're wildly effective with the murder and scheming, really. They've captured Hiram. That's true. Which is not hard or first, but... You know, they've got the governor. That's at least slipping a couple of agents. Oh, I wondered who he was playing cards with. He's playing with the buyer. Mm. Yeah, Drax. Yeah. Do we know what palladium is? It's like a precious metal? Yes. Okay. I I feel, I like, I think we touched on this, but I don't think we've defined what it is and what it's for. Mm. I, I am unaware if palladium is an actual thing or not. I don't think it is. It sounds like it doesn't sound like anything I remember from like that. chemistry. Um, I I'm seeing these great like supportive moments. Mm. Yeah, another flashback. I was like, mm-hmm. I forgot about this. Yep, I didn't thank know you. I was supposed to care. Well placed. Um, uh, these like sort of supportive moments between Fangs and Kevin. Hmm. I just I'm rooting for them. Ah, uh, their whole relationship's been in the background for three and a half seasons or whatnot. Rude. I'm, yeah. It's rude. I care about them. Yep. Give me something clear. Uh, especially after last arc. Yeah. My father really is Lex Luthor. Uh, okay, but Lex Luthor would have killed his captors by now. <laughs> Hiram, you, is not, ugh, Hiram is not A-list anymore. Yeah. I mean, he, he threatens down the governor, but that governor is weak. Yeah. Sad little king of a sad little hill, to quote uh, Firefly. Firefly! Okay, so what's going to happen? Um. What's going to happen here? Well, they don't make out, That's but we true. talked about whether they could or what or should. Yeah, oh, she's still... I I couldn't really tell... I couldn't really... Yeah, okay. I enjoy Jessica's, um, as, as, a, as a character who is uh, du- duplicitous and ambiguous and mm-hmm. who, who we, along with, with our perspective characters, are very, very confused by, but still kind of swept up in. Mm-hmm. Um, she isn't, she's an interesting antagonist here. Um, and she is not a villain, but she is the antagonist to them in this moment. Yeah. And I think, I think it's kind of fun because we all know that these characters can kind of be wild cards. Like, that's sort of mm-hmm. our only introduction to Jessica is as a wild card. Betty mm-hmm. has her wild card moments. And Tabitha handcuffing Jughead to a chair. That was the thing. That was a choice. You know, like, they all have, they all have the, a dimension. Now, the ethics of drugging people. I mean, we've already blown past that. We're in Riverdale land. Yes. Sidebar, as she like persistently tries to dose them, and they are. Betty is a FBI agent. Yeah. Betty, your caution is not on par. Yeah, it's not a work situation, so it's possible that might be partly why. Hmm. Never relax, Betty. Your life is not made for relaxing. True. 
You may not. Uh, Tabitha, does she get growth here? She's swept along. She is very swept along. I feel like this is a very... I, I feel like there was, because they gave them so much screen time, but it was all mm. focused on Jackhead, I sort of felt like mm. the show was going like, okay, these are going to be important people. Mm-hmm. Now we've moved away from the Jughead plot. Mm. We're going to help, um, we're going to focus on the missing girls. Meanwhile, there's going to be like a Jughead, like, penny drop at some point. Yeah, or, or Penny Dreadful or something. Or he's going to find Polly. Sure. Which might be kind of interesting. I'm actually... That would be... That would be fun. I that, would enjoy that. That'd be a fine way to sync up their plot lines. Um, yeah. I, I guess I enjoyed the pivot of Betty and Tabitha um, oh, uniting yeah. plot lines. Yeah. Um, that's, that's a pair I'm going to enjoy on screen. Sizzle or no sizzle, I think. Um, Tabitha has upgraded her support character. Yeah. Her, yeah. Her yeah. her sidekick. Yeah. In becoming She's an engaging the actor. Character. I would rather she wasn't a side character. Yeah. I mean, they've they've queued her up as perspective character, but it's gonna take a, seasons of work to follow through on that effectively. Mm-hmm. Um if she does a carousel journey of buddy sequences through the gang, that's not the worst start. I guess that's true, yeah. I, we do know that Josie's coming back and that Tabitha is excited because oh, she has a... Yes. Wait, are you Josie? Like, we know that's coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we yeah. don't know why. We don't know what what brings Josie back to Riverdale. Nor do we care. She's well, here, she's here, oh, she's well, here. Yes, I, I mean, I care, I care very much that she's here. Ugh, this look. This robe. She knows how to wear an outfit, this woman. Yep. Her and her costume department are wizards. Um, see, I really liked, this is the kind of weird, dark stuff that I liked. Yeah, just having Jason's bones. Why not? Like, yeah, we burnt him. Okay, I guess we're here now. Yeah. Really was banking on that river burning being the last. Yeah, it reminds me of that creepy moment where Cheryl and her mother just point towards the barn. (laughs) Yes. In the first season. Where her dad has hung himself. And the red bird appears. Chirp, chirp. Okay, and mushroom fries. Mm-hmm. Like, K. <laughs> K. It would take longer than that to hit your stomach, wouldn't it? Yeah, this scene is not nearly long enough um, for cyclobin mushrooms to activate. But anyway, we're in Riverdale. Jingle jangle, baby. Yeah. And, you know, she does say, I wasn't counting on this hitting so hard. I guess Betty and Tabitha haven't eaten in a day or two out of, in their stress. Who knows? Betty has certainly not been taking care of herself, except for smart food. Oops. Oh, no. We have paused at Riverdale again. We're back. We're back in business. We're back. We're back. No, we're not. We're back. Okay, yeah. It's okay. We'll leave a couple of seconds of lag. (sighs) Sorry, gang. I I kicked the mouse. Burger. Mm, two years ago. This is background I didn't know yeah, this, I yeah. wanted? Question mark? Question mark? Question mark? Question mark? Question mark? I think this is interesting because it does give it does give an extra sense of potential callousness between mm. Betty and Jughead. Mm-hmm. It's, it's fine fodder for the kind of grudge 
and anger that Betty has shown Yeah. for the awkwardness. Also, I don't... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I was going to say, I couldn't remember what was in the message, and I was going to be like, just kind of sounds like a breakup message, but five years after the fact when you're with somebody else is not... It's not a great look. No. I mean, few people look good in their breakup moments. That's often why they're breakup moments. Mm -hmm. But, like, Betty also has ownership of, to some degree, of that very pointed, hurtful, out-of-the-blue statement. Yeah. I think? I assume? I mean, maybe she was ghosting him. It's complicated. It's always so complicated. But also, like, don't call women. No. Just when you're like resentful. Yeah, that no. Jughead, you can't. You really sucked there. Yeah. Whatever substances or trauma, you really sucked there. Yeah. I don't. I don't know about this woman. I don't know why she's telling, giving us this exposition because, like, we know what's happening. Yeah, but not everyone is watching closely as the edges blur and fade of the camera, and shots pull in tighter. Like, I caught the subtle wobble and deeper blur on her. We've got these nice little jump cuts and twisty angles and extreme close-ups, and... Yeah. You know, this is not the kind of question that I ever care about when I'm writing or watching anything, but I do know... Like, dramaturgs of mine, or editors, or feedback givers of mine would be like, but how did they get everywhere? Who's driving? Who drove mm-hmm. them there? <laughs> did someone have a car? I guess Jessica. How did Jessica get from New everyone York so has, fast? Everyone has you know. a car. Everyone has a car. It's middle America. You can't not have a car. Right. There would be this, like, who drove? Where did they leave their cars? What's going to happen? It's... Like, that kind of... Who cares? It's a television show. <laughs> who cares? I'm intrigued no by how... How much they don't realize they are really, really high and shouldn't be making any decisions. But I guess that's part of being really, really high sometimes. Mm -hmm. I guess leaving them together with nice music on, there are, there are meaner antagonist outros. So this is, this is sex music and this is where I, this is where I'm kind of like, I wonder if, and then they all start singing. Oh, hi Penelope, what? What's happening? Yeah, that outfit is very high Anglican, high Episcopalian Catholic to me. Everything about this musical theater cover take, it's so musical theatery spoken, like that cadence of, it's not speech sung, but I don't quite know what story we're telling here. We're just, I think they're just trying to insert some Riverdale juice into Riverdale. You know, like, this is all mm. stuff we know and we're familiar with. The blue and the pink lights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the... Hard fire the flicker. singing, the weird covers, the great... I love most of the Riverdale covers, like, don't get me wrong, but... It's a deep, yeah, a deep motif refresh in mm-hmm. some ways. Or yeah. revisit. Um, sets in tone. I, um, maybe this is just, like weird experimental college art student brain me. But, like, I wanted more weird cinematography of their drug trip. This is... interesting. This... And, uh, like, the intercutting with the church scene. Church scene was cool. Church scene was lovely. I wanted a weirder drug trip. But maybe that's just me. (laughs) 
Yeah, I mean, oh, it's interesting. She does take some of the sweet water before she sees Jason, so I wonder if you're sweet right. Sweet water's a drug. She's getting... You know, I there's a, a soda called Sap Sucker, which is basically maple syrup before it's maple syrup. I had it yesterday. It's delicious. I recommend oh, yeah. it. I hope that's what they're drinking. Maple water. Maple water. That is uh, something I've also seen that yeah. uh, sold and branded as. It's yeah. it's Darn bougie that. coconut water, but it's tasty as heck. It's much sweeter than coconut water. Coconut water is a little weird. It's tangy. That's mm, fine. <laughs> Veronica Lodge is... Um, very effective here. Mm-hmm. She is very nicely a boss. And I'll take it. I'll take it as this establishing note for her. Yeah. Um, the single-minded focus on her prize. Reckless focus on her prize. Oh my um, gosh. Even... I would kill the CD outtakes from that moment. Pepper spray. Somebody used pepper spray on Darla last time, I think, or one of the other folks. Callbacks and callbacks and callbacks. And there's a little, yeah, see, look. Hi, Kevin and Fangs. Standing next to each other, huh? Just like gays of yore. (laughs) Gays of yore. I know, it is very gays of yore. It's true, this plot line. But we, I mean, we've got Cheryl singing her cult's heart out. And, you know, we got Jason Actor back for more silent looming. <laughs> and, sure, it's it's very Riverdale right now. It's very Riverdale in here right now. Yeah. Archie just did a flying, leaping punch knockout, and Veronica's holding a fist-sized stolen African gem. Yeah. And Betty's really high. Yeah, there's a lot going on here. See this? I can get used to some of this sizzle because nothing's actually happening. I find I get mm. bored of Veronica and Archie as soon as they start becoming a couple again. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Just like them. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, I. This episode opens a question for me of um, if Veronica had shoes between that Opal and Archie Andrews. Well, she's about to sell the opal. Yeah, but I feel like she'd still choose the opal after this episode. <laughs> Maybe. <sighs> I am. N- I am not sold that this divorce is going to happen. I don't effectively. like that her husband is a character. They haven't done anything interestingly evil enough with him yet. Well, yeah, ex- except for forcibly dragging out his presence in her life. Yes, and thus on our screens. Yes. Again, no offense to the actor, but the yeah. character is not robust and thriving. Flat. Yeah, so that. Flat. Um, Hiram threatens a dude again. The governor again has no security whatsoever. I mean, I know they're in like a small state. Question yeah. mark. Are we in Kansas? Are because we're we're in driving distance of New York. But what? I don't five know. hour overnight. That's okay. We're in the Midwest. Which state is small enough for no one to care that the governor's shot and missing? Uh, there isn't one. You're yeah. right, so you make a good point. Maybe like Rhode Island, but it's in the wrong direction. So, um, this shanty town, um, this is... It's very quaint. It's beautifully built up. Not like torn down every three months by municipal workers and police. Like reality. Yeah. I am increasingly itchy about romanticized uh, 
portrayals of of this type, this particular poverty and, and experience, and th- that Jughead, like I believe Jughead is um, from his grown up, growing up experiences, quite comfortable and confident, just walking away. Um, but it's also quite a, a just you know, walking into a rough living. But it is also such a privilege for his character to just walk away, knowing he has a bank account out there. Yeah. That he can and will step back into. But he's slumming it? It's true. It does make me think of folks who, like, live on the street by choice. Like, who could go to mm. go to a house if they wanted. Yeah, okay. And take advantage of some, like, like systems of privilege. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Like, why, why are we choosing to do that? And, I mean... Mm-hmm. I have. I will be honest. I have thought about living in a van in this city. Oh yeah, I have friends and family who have that. It's, yeah, but that but, especially after divorces. Gosh, summer in a van. Yeah. That's just logic in this housing market. Yeah, um, but that's not what's happening here. That's no. not what they're trying to portray. No, no. Jackheads and... being mysterious and mingling amongst all classes, wizardishly. I yeah, guess. There's definitely yeah, some Harry Potter vibe here, which is a bit meh. This is very Sizzle question mark? It's very sizzle question mark. So um I unpopular queer opinion. I actually like when stray people just become really close friends in television. I yeah, like it. It's great. Um Give but us... I actually don't know what's happening here. Yeah, 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 don't this. Know. They have they have at least as much sizzle as Archie and Veronica yeah. have. So here. if I'm being queer baited, I'm a little annoyed. I yeah, like I don't like I could see this show accidentally queer baiting me. <sighs> if only like pivoting between directors and performances yeah. kind of a thing. I and it's also I know we haven't found this missing straight man who's oh, probably God. just gone off the lam, but I would like to help you with this very serious murdered and missing women's case. We're just gonna let Jughead chill for a while. Yeah. Alright, they did get a phone call. This is fine. This is fine. See that look. Or three seconds ago for those of you who uh are out of sync with us now, because my foot hit the mouse. I hit the mouse with my foot. Action verbs. Ryan, take responsibility. I did it. No one's upset. Um. Mm. Though there's this, a phone call. This was oh, a plot gave... twist that I did not expect and I think is fun and interesting. Agreed. They gave up on him before they even knew he was alive? Ugh. Um, but yes, I agree. Bringing Jughead into Polly's plot, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully... Um, it's an it's a neat and unexpected tying together of several threads of Betty and Jughead's storyline so far this mm-hmm. season. Yeah, I I accept this offer with some glee. Um, okay, so Jughead Jughead's arc didn't get better for me on second watch. It continued to be a brief and childish cartoon of vagrancy in a hyperbolic caricature way. Yeah. I didn't love it. Yeah. But maybe he's done now that he's kidnapped by murderers? Organ I'm, harvesters? Well, what I'm hoping is that he's aliens. going to find ho- Polly and he and Polly mm. are going to get out of there together and that actor might get a little screen time and Tabitha and Betty looking for them. Tabitha might get a little screen time. Yes. That's what I'm hoping for. I would accept that dynamic. 
I would enjoy that dynamic, that development. Um, no clue where Archie's going, but haven't really known that all season. He's yeah. sort of dancing through life. It's true that he is just sort of there at the moment. Yeah, not bad. Yeah. But he's not... Like, what's Archie want? I don't know. No. But he wants Riverdale to be nice. He want... <laughs> yes. Which is, which is nice. He wants everyone to just... Just hang, just be okay and chill. That's fine. Okay. Veronica wants her opal. Veronica wants her opal. Veronica wants to be divorced. I don't know. Mm. I don't really know what anyone wants, but I never know. I don't know that motivation is actually an important part of anything. Is that opal the key to resources for her divorce or something? Yes, I think that is partly what's happening. Some kind of extortion. To buy him out. She has some no. She has some legal troubles that she right, has to pay right, for. Right, right, right. People she has to pay off or something. The Lucifer is now playing in the background yeah. here. Sorry for that distraction. Thanks Netflix. Just all the Lucifer. Like you know, I, I enjoy Neil Gaiman's work generally. Um, Lucifer is it. such. Oh, it actually Chloe. It's it's extreme dark sugar trash. Uh, it's spun off from a Neil Gaiman comic series. It's spun off from supporting, uh, well, I guess a side character in uh, Neil Gaiman's Sandman, uh, which is a seminal oh, yeah. 90s long form uh, comic. The first one. Um, and Satan leaves hell uh, and takes up a fresh life in a jazz club in LA or something like that. Okay. Anyway, it's about him being really sexy. And being Satan, discover, and having a buddy romance with his co-star, and it's it's dark sugar trash. It's not as wild as Riverdale. Okay. It's not as sugary, but um, what's his name? Tom Ellis. A lot of a lot of my friends background watch it ravenously. Interesting. Yeah. Um, okay, so, My Hopes and Dreams, Jughead Finds Polly. Yep. Um, I'm okay with Tabitha and Betty being either pals or lovers, but I want the show to pick. Yep, pick one. That's what I want. Yes. Uh, Hopes and Dreams are for interesting, the plot with Cheryl and her mom to get more interesting. And, um, for... Hmm. What else on my host and dream? Oh yeah, obviously Fangs and Kevin. Back and just anything, just anything. Yeah, we know really we know there's a shot of them, them uh, or or someone with with Tony and the baby. Yeah, we know that's gonna happen. Fangs, I think. Just get there. I want it. It's all I want. Um. Yeah. I my hopes and dreams for Archie is that they reframe and contextualize and scale the amount of violence that occurs in his life. Slightly more cool. to a, a realistic uh, range, but that's a pipe dream. I know I'm asking for a lot from the CW. It's okay. It's okay if you disappoint me again. I'll still keep watching. <laughs> yeah, we do a podcast. We have to watch it now. <laughs> it seems to never end. I'm intrigued. It's it's something of a like tongue team death watch now like countdown what do you mean it's like a pact between you and me and the show of like which one of us dies first (laughs) there's a little of that yes absolutely that is going on so i guess this is what we do on thursdays chloe 
I guess it is. Right back to Riverdale. Yeah. We're going to consist because I'm doing the editing now, we're um, going to consistently keep it in the evening because I have a very busy life. Yeah. Um, we've, had, we've changed jobs like four or five times since we started this. It's true. <laughs> um, I am also helping someone deliver a baby sometime in September, oh, yeah. so there will be like a surprise episode where Ryan as a guest. Host. Yeah. Possibly, possibly, presumably, maybe. Possibly. At speed of baby. At speed of baby. So, gang, Woo! we're happy to be back. Yeah, this is fun. We missed normalcy. This is routine. This is good routine. This is a routine that is not based on or similar to any horror film plots that I've seen recently. That's true. It's low bar. I'm setting really low bars. Here's low bars. Yeah, here's to reality being directed by Quentin Tarantino a bit less. (laughs) Okay, gang, with the sirens... Ringing in the background, we bid you adieu until next week. See you next week.